1: It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement programme and is perfect for the ADHD brain.
2: And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast.
3: Reaching out to sober groups. Um, when you're getting sober and how at first that can seem such an awful thing to have yes, to do so it's with all these sober people. Yeah. But in fact, um, it can really help you on your sober journey. And we thought it was um, a really important thing to talk about. Yeah. I've actually been asked by a few people um, about, you know, where can I find sober groups and, and things like that. Yeah, so, it's usually
2: where people start off, isn't it? It's it like is. When you're questioning, when you're sober curious, you start off wondering what are the first steps, and this is probably one of the first steps. We're actually going to cover this over two podcasts because the next one's going to be about your first sober social or step-by-step guide. So this is more of an introduction to that, I guess, Lucy, And isn't this it? is
3: more about going out with other sober people, just yeah. a group of sober people, whereas the next podcast Podcast, yes. we're going to talk about going out with people who are probably going to be drinking yeah. say at a wedding or some sort of event oh god they're the worst so <laughs> well I don't sometimes I don't know I mean what is worse is it worse going out when you have been a drinker for years and years and you've always hung around with people who are drinking is it harder to go out with a group of completely sober people yeah. or, or to go out with awful. a group of really pissed people yeah. yeah but but they're both things that well you don't have to find a sober group but no. we feel there's a lot of benefit it in. And for me there was yeah um, and it was kind of how we met as well so yeah Um, Shall we we start? Let's begin. Let's go. So if you've reached a stage like Vic and I had where alcohol was a hugely significant part of your life, you might be wondering and worrying about what happens to your social life when you quit and going out no longer means getting wasted. I mean, are there really other sober people out there? And if so, what do they do and where are they hiding? And if you hunt them down, will you be able to connect with them based on just one common goal sobriety? The thought of discovering and finding a place in this seemingly parallel universe can be overwhelming. For us, and for many, the worry of finding kindred sober spirits, excuse the pun, is yet another excuse to stick to the comfort of old mates and old
2: habits. Oh, yeah, that's a comfy place, yeah. old mates and old Always. habits, isn't it? Bloody yeah, did hell. it Down 25 years. In a cosy corner with a fire on, a couple of pints. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a Stella. Trigger warning. <laughs> What we want you to take away from our podcast today is to understand how we felt about finding sober communities while we were still drinking and how we got over this mindset and eventually reached out for support from them. We'd like to share with you the kind of spaces we found and how they helped us in the hope of inspiring you to find similar spaces you can enjoy. And we get it. Sober socialising can be pretty nerve wracking at first. So we'll share with you what you can expect when you meet up with other sober peeps. We can assure you that it is rarely boring. Finally, we'll bang on about the importance of sober communities and why they're a flathead screwdriver of your sobriety toolbox. Yes, because you can't do without that flathead, can no. you? No. It's better than a spanner in the works, oh, yeah. as they say.
3: <laughs> All very clever, Vic. Thank you. You really are Ooh, on back
2: form.
3: on form, maybe. Like <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to start with here, because we don't like to come across high and mighty. Uh, when we were still drinking, uh, we didn't think much of sober groups, did we? No. No, it was the last place we wanted to be. So we're going to tell you what we thought about sober people, sober groups, sober communities when we were still drinking.
2: Yeah, so I thought... Didn't really know there was a big sober community out there. Basically, is what, what I thought when I re- when I read about this that we were going to cover this topic. I knew there was AA, and that seemed like a quite extreme mm. um, group for me at the time. But actually, I would have been welcomed with open arms there. I realise <laughs> now they would have been like, "Yes, you, need you were us. the perfect candidate." I was actually the perfect candidate, but for some, that isn't what people want to do. So that's okay too. But yeah, I didn't want to hang around with sober people. I thought they were boring and. Sp- really smug and I didn't want people around me that saw what I was doing or could remember my behaviour. I hated being around them. They made me actually want to drink more because I just (laughs) thought I was like a lush at the bar, do you know what I mean, with a cocktail, like snarling at people that weren't drinking as much as I was because I just thought they were totally dull. Yeah, I thought that perhaps they all read from the Bible with a glazed expression, then showered in bleach. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that as well. (laughs) And I thought I was so yeah. much better than them. But, I, but
3: yeah. I, how, what a stupid thing to think. I mean,
2: I thought that they were just like kind of creepy, almost like the sort of people that would have sex with rubber gloves on. <laughs>
3: Make them sound like aliens. Yeah, like or I just thought it was just like, like subhuman beings.
2: being. <laughs> yes. like some sort of creepy latex-wearing, extremely clean. I don't know. I just had this weird thought of what cyber people were like. They were so far from our reality that yeah. we kind of we, it was an alien. we created them in our imagination. Yeah, with like a gas Completely. mask on. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Like, completely out of this world. Like, yeah. why would anybody be sober? I cannot understand them. They're just completely on a different planet than I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What Extraterrestrial. Yeah. Yeah. Extraterrestrial, yeah. 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 Oh, well, very
3: much the same. I mean, the first thing I've put on my list is, what do these people do? God, What no. do you do when yeah. you go out sober? Of it, course, everything. everything. We realise Yeah, But, yeah, <laughs> they just don't drink. Yeah. Exactly. We you, you but the thought of going out and not drinking just closed every door to everything else. So it was like what do these people doing? What what do, what are they doing when they're meeting up? Morris dancing.
2: Morris dancing
3: yeah. baby.
2: Pole dancing.
3: <laughs> but surely you Maypole. can have a drink. Not, right? not sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With their gas masks on. Yeah. Weird. I can see it. Yeah. Where are we going with this? I don't know. Remember, we are those sober people now, <laughs> yes, so we're yes, not we're yes. not being completely derogatory to a certain group no. of people. um I used to think, like you were just saying with AA, that it's going to be full of people who are worse than me. Right. Um, you know, I'm okay, Jack. That I've just got a little bit of a drinking issue that's bothering me, but these people are going to be sort of. You, um, on their, um, what are they called, when they, they're having a transplant and they've got those... Uh, dialysis. They're going to be on dialysis and I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> the healthy one. That's what yeah. I thought. Yes, because um, you'd like to separate yourself from yes. them. Yeah. exactly. The same as the AA. I'm not. I'm not bad enough to go to AA. Yes. And this is what you talk about a lot, Vic, on your blog and in your upcoming book. Is that space where you um, do have an issue or a problem with alcohol, but you're not ready to go to rehab or be hospitalised? What about all those people in between? Yes. And that's the kind of people that you will find at yeah. the sobriety groups. And I have to say that when I've been to sobriety groups and opened a conversation with someone, I've been, you know, <laughs> I've been up there amongst the worst of them. I think. Mm. Um. So that was a really invalid, um, point that I had that everybody would be worse than me I also thought that it would kind of impound the dread of this new sober world I was heading into I was worried about going along and just these really boring gas mark- mask wearing people <laughs> <laughs> Morris dancing <Yeah. laughs> and then I would think oh my god I really don't want to be part of this and start drinking again so it was a worry about going and hating it and realizing that there was nowhere for me to go because I didn't like sober groups. Um, I'd done AA and I hadn't got a lot from it. It just so happened that the group that I joined was a lot of
2: uh, people a lot, lot older than me that I couldn't mm. relate to around yes, the drinking. Yes, because you've got to resonate with these people. You've got to find people, no matter where it is. I mean, we'll talk about that later, but... You've got to resonate. And there's some groups that will work and some groups that don't. And for me, I didn't know that groups existed with people like me. I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? We look at the extremes, but there are many, many groups with people who are just like us. And that's what we've both discovered. Yeah. And you've just got
3: to keep hunting for them and finding the right group. But there was a really funny point I wanted to mention because... Vic, you've been on meetup with your sober group yeah. for a number of years now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, a couple of years. A couple yeah. of years. And I can remember when I was still drinking really heavily but desperately looking for some sort of support, that I went online and I tapped in sober groups or something and meet up came up and then I saw that there was a sober group on the coast run by a lady called Victoria, who had been sober at that point for I think about a year and a half and boring, I remember
2: Boring twat
3: didn't take any more time to look into who she was I just saw the words her name is Victoria she's been sober for 18 months oh my god I thought she sounds awful I'm not going to that, that you were right how, that <laughs> is how much time I gave it it wasn't after, until after we'd actually met and became friends that it clicked oh my god that Victoria that I saw in the meetup that's that you big that judged that I judged on a name and a length of time sober yeah um, we, and so don't judge too quickly. No, I suppose don't... it's a really good thing yeah. in this podcast to say to people, don't judge before you go yeah. and give give everybody a chance to talk and get a feel for it and try some different ones. We're going to move on to that. Yeah, but... don't
2: make the same mistakes that we did, basically. Because <clears throat> yeah. we had these attitudes that we've just spoken about, which we judged sober groups, we judged the people there, so we didn't go and we didn't get help, which led to us drinking for a very, very long time, both of us. Whereas, in fact, what we're going to tell you today is that those groups are the groups that you want to join. Yes,
3: and we, we made massive mistakes with all this yeah. horrible judgmental attitude. Yes. It was totally wrong. And I mean, I've not come across a gas mask. No. Or a Morris dancer. Yeah. Or anyone with three heads. No, no. Yet. Not yet, no. But I have seen some some funny people at these groups. Let me yeah. tell you, they're not boring. <laughs> Search Therapy Works now wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,
1: <laughs>